This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey guys, it's Laura. And Angela. And we are about to start this week's episode, but first we want to thank our sponsor, Adam and Eve. And Adam and Eve is the perfect sponsor for this episode because it's a very sexy episode and they are a very sexy sponsor because it's where you get all of your sex toys and dildos and lingerie, basically anything you want to use in the bedroom. Right. And it's perfect for this week because we talk about going to sex parties and being polyamorous and things get really steamy. And you don't want to show up for a sex party empty handed, Angela, would you? No, No, you bring a hostess gift like you were raised right. Raised right. Go to Adam and Eve and get that hostess gift or just get some stuff for your fun bedroom. And for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. Yeah, and when you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs plus a free mystery gift. And to top it all off, they will even throw in free shipping on your entire order. They are really hooking it up. Go to adamandeve.com, but make sure to use the code SINGLE at checkout. That's S-I-N-G-L-E at adamandeve.com. Use the code SINGLE at adamandeve.com. Now let's start Start the the show. show. This is why you're single. Welcome to the This Is Why You're Single podcast. I'm Laura Lane. And I'm Angela Sparrow. We are the co-writers of the book, This Is Why You're Single. And every week here on the podcast, we discuss a different reason why you're single. This week's reason is sexual compatibility or, or bust. <laughs> Not like ejaculating, like... Yeah. Or, or don't go for it. Exactly. Also on the lineup, we're talking about what's new in dating news, the surprising porn trend that's on the rise, and what you should never say to a single person at a wedding. Then we're diving into the mailbox to answer your listener questions. But first, we want to welcome this week's guest. You might have heard him cackling a little bit in the background. <laughs> it's a guy. Hint, hint. He is a comedian of and the host of the Man Whore Podcast, which is a sex-positive quest for love where he talks to women he's hooked up with. Please welcome Billy Procida. Hey, everybody. What's going on? Thanks for coming on the podcast. Thanks for having me. So Billy works at a certain celebrity tabloid (laughs) that I used to work at. We have mutual friends. That's how you found out about us, right? Uh, yeah, I found out about y'all through iTunes and the articles and such. Yeah. Oh, they. Oh, hey. Yeah, y'all you know. are a big deal. Just from our fame. Yeah. yeah. Uh, sure. Well, I want to know about your podcast. We've listened to it. It's very funny. What inspired you to do your podcast? Well, uh, I was having this problem for most of my early twenties where uh, women would sleep with me, but they wouldn't date me. Yeah. Aww. Yeah, I know. Tiny violin. (laughs) I get it. But no, but like, I'm a hopeless romantic. I cried during all the movies. I I wanted someone to be serious, but every time I wanted to get serious with someone, uh, it was always the woman who told me, let's just keep it cash. Let's keep this casual. And I don't know. I, I eventually I got fed up. I was like, let's find out why. Let's ask them. I love that. So you want to do a little like psychoanalysis, or I guess not really psychoanalysis because it's not on yourself, but you wanted to almost do a couples therapy with like, I don't know the dozens with of your people, exes, with the dozens of people you've hooked up with a little, mm-hmm. like a, a one big giant couples therapy session. Yeah, kind of like high fidelity, but like with more body dysmorphia. I love that. <laughs> That's great. 
um what have you what have you learned because we get a lot of emails from from girls that go through the same thing yeah no it's definitely like a gender role reversal because normally right. it's like the, the quote-unquote chick problem right and like guys just want to get it in but i'm like i don't know why can't i be slutty and you know want to settle down with someone but um, i should or I why wanna, can't i be slutty with someone you know i want to point out one thing you're not looking for a monogamous relationship though is that right uh no i'm not in a monogamous relationship uh, uh non-monogamy of some sort is more my brand. So you, so you were hooking up with women mm-hmm. who then just wanted to hook up. They didn't want to stay in a relationship with you. But to be fair, the relationship you wanted was not just you and a woman. It was you, a woman, and bringing other people into it. Is that is that true? But did they know that? Not necessarily. I, I if somebody said like, hey, I need to be monogamous right now. That's fine. My thing is just like. I know I'm not going to have sex with the same person for 50 consecutive years. So it's like if uh, something got serious and we ended up together for forever, at some point I'd be like, I'm, I got to at least make out with somebody else. Like even if it's in year 49. So I just didn't want to, um, you know, get serious with someone who didn't know that was eventually going to be a thing. The tiny violin has just, has uh, just broken. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm just I mean, that's, there's definitely like, but I mean, like, that's there's a, nothing, but like, there's nothing yeah, wrong with no, that. No, yeah, but yeah. like, monogamy's not really that realistic all the time. So it's just you know, yeah, and like, and we're our book and us, we're very much like, if you're looking to be single forever, that's cool. If you're looking to be in a relationship in a monogamous relationship, that's great. If you're looking to date a whole bunch of people, that's cool too. Yeah. But yeah, everybody's looking for something different. So. Um, my only point is that the women that that didn't want to be in that type of relationship, it's probably harder to find a woman that wants to be in the type of relationship that you're asking for. Well, you, with would them, you agree? I would, would well, you agree? With, possibly, but with them, I was pitching monogamy. I was saying like, let's get serious, you know, let's mm-hmm. stop seeing other people, and they were just like, no. Got it. So, the, <laughs> so I mean, like, so it, is this like wanting to date more than just one person? Like a a recent thing? Would you say that you've kind of discovered about yourself? Uh, it's not that like I want to date a whole bunch of people. It's just like I think a relationship should be customized, you know? Like a relationship is whatever two or three or four or 12 people want that one relationship to be. So you make your own rules. And I think everyone should know that they have other options. Like monogamy is a totally valid option. I just think people should know that there are options. I don't think people should choose monogamy by default because that's what they think they're supposed to do. And everyone else is a bunch of fucking crazy lunatics. Um, I agree with that. Yeah, you know? Mm-hmm. So you're current. You're seeing somebody now. Yes, uh, I have a. I've been dating someone since about February. Okay, and you're in an open relationship with her. Yeah, we're not uh, polyamorous. Like we're not doing um, multiple romantic relationships, but like we are sexually open. Like I do have okay. a Tinder date after this. So the difference. <laughs> wait, between- wait. <laughs> so you have a Tinder date with just just you, or is your is your lady coming along? Uh, just me for this one. But you do that sometimes, like you guys will date or like uh, we, we've, we've hooked up with other people who like her friends. She's part of like this whole like poly group sex party. I mean, I met her at an orgy. So like her orgy crew, you know, like we, we've I fooled around with her and her friends. Yeah. Right. So explain, explain that. What was it like meeting your current girlfriend at a sex party? How, how did that happen? How do you approach someone and how I, I would think the normal idea of going to a sex party is you go to the sex party. I've never been to one, but this is my idea. You go, I hook up with someone and I never see you again and you don't know anything about me. What, how do you uh, go from hooking up at a sex party to like, hey, want to like get coffee next week? It's a, it's a wonderful meet cute. I will say that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I was having sex with my friend Anna in one room and then I heard 
uh, someone singing Christmas carols in the next room. It turns out which song? Just out of curiosity, and was like it all, December? Like yes, this was okay. the December sex party. <laughs> good it was, good uh, question, Angela. Yeah. It was triple Xmas themed. I was a very oh, uh, slightly chubby good. but sexy Santa, and <laughs> and uh, later I was walking through that room, and she just kind of stopped me. She's like, "Hi, I'm Paige." Like just hey, like very bubbly, and uh, I like we, that. We started talking, and then we started talking more, and everyone. Uh, we didn't even have sex at the party. Everyone's like, like people are getting blowjobs right next to me, and we're just like kissing, talking about our favorite books. I felt like everyone's looking at us, being like, "What are those lesbians doing?" <laughs> <laughs> it is so That's weird. Actually, that is a good meet cute. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no. So we, we were start- the only people not having sex at a sex party. It right. reminds me of like the fluffers in Love Actually. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. So apparently, she was getting spanked by her friend while she was in a in a uh, sex swing. And in, mm-hmm. as part of like a DS scene or something. But yeah, no, we just were talking. We really hit it off and flirting. I was like, let's go out. So we met up a week later for dates and just kept going. Cool. Yeah. That's and have great. her past relationships been like open or what's the, what do you, you go by open? I go with open because po- polyamory is something you can do, but that implies that it's like more uh, focused on like multiple romantic relationships. Right. And I'm just like not in a place for that right now. Like my head can't handle it. I don't think I have the bandwidth. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's like I, I've just been working hard just to get one girlfriend. I don't need to figure out how to get seven. So you have like the main squeeze and then just hookups. Sometimes, yeah. Or, you know, friends, friends that I fool around with. Um, okay. Yeah. And there's how do you keep jealousy out of the equation? Yeah, that's what I want to know. People who are non-monogamous don't say they don't get jealous. We just talk about it. Unlike other, sometimes other people, they'll just shout about it. But like, we'll, we'll just have that conversation. Be like, hey, I'm feeling kind of jealous about this. And then you know, we have a discussion. And if we have to alter the relationship, we do. If not, then not. I mean, because jealousy is kind of, that, if you're feeling jealous, that's your feeling. You know, that's a, right. it's kind of a you problem. Uh, you got to take care of that. So do you have any like rules or boundaries that you guys have to like stick to? You uh, sound so like nervous to ask the question. I, I, lo- like, I love the I'm head like, knock. Yeah, and I'm like, just, for me, I'm like, I'm like, what are the rules and boundaries? Tell me everything. Right now, right now, just right now, it's just emotional. Angela, it's- Angela's embarrassed. She's all red. She grew up. She grew up Catholic. Hey, I so, grew up Catholic. D- d- didn't we all? They right? fucked up my head. <laughs> she uh, is beat red right now, guys. We we just said uh, I I requested to not be dating multiple people, so like not get emotionally invested and not do that whole thing. So her to not have other boyfriends or girlfriends, um, which is, I guess, easy because she's already like very close friends with all the people she usually fucks anyway. So, so she would like never want to be more than that with them. She'd be she'd be up to doing polyamory or something yeah. more along those lines. But I'm just right now not in a place for that. Cool. And yeah. she's cool with that. How, yeah. how does somebody, because emotional relationships are something you don't always see coming. Sure. Right. So like you could go on your Tinder date tonight, which by the way, little <laughs> does your Tinder date know you Ooh. have a girlfriend and know that you date multiple people and, and uh, yeah, my Tinder profile, I uh, recently changed to just like it, ha- it has it in there. It says I'm in an open relationship with a very pretty lady. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's good. I, I let them know, hey, yo, I got a girlfriend and she's cute as fuck. That's good. <laughs> I, I, let them all know. I, I like that. <laughs> I respect that a lot because I definitely think it would not be fair to waste a full night or a full day out of someone's life <laughs> who's looking for something serious or even looking for a hookup yeah. with someone that's unattached. So props right. to you for at least. Sure. Putting putting that forward, that's super cool. But like, uh, so you go on this Tinder date tonight. Like I was saying, you don't know if emotional relationships are going to develop. Like, maybe this like Tinder chick has her favorite movie is like 
Pulp Fiction too, and like that's Chasing yours. Amy. Yeah, Chasing okay. Amy. Chasing Amy, and like she knows every quote, and she like happens to look just like Amy from Chasing Amy, <laughs> and like next thing you know, you're head over heels for this girl, which you know you wouldn't have that opportunity to. We'd, to, we'd have to yeah explore it. I'd have to analyze it and see what's going on, and their conversations would be had, and ultimately we'd have to figure out if we're going to amend the relationship or do I end things early on with the tinder girl or what you know it's kind of like we'll cross that bridge when we get there but the, the key to all of this communication like always be talking you know ethically non-monogamous ADD. people uh they're, like a lot of people are non-monogamous just a lot of like their partners don't know it you know what i mean right aka cheating yeah right. exactly so it's interesting oh. who, who would know that so many monogamous relationships could learn so much from uh from these outside of the the typical communication and box. trust, communication and trust yeah. is what it, everything comes down to. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. This is, I I love how upfront and open you are about this because I think there's a lot of people that listen to our podcast that potentially want a relationship like you're having. Yeah. Oh, and they don't know how to go about it. They don't know the logistics of it or the rules. And but that's the great thing. The rules are whatever you want them to be. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or they, they just don't, maybe they're embarrassed, you know, and there, there is a lot of, you hear a lot about women get a lot of slut shaming, but, and I would say that's definitely a bigger problem without a doubt, but I could see guys too might get called like, Oh, he's such a, like a man whore or the man whore podcast or like, Oh, what a douchebag. He just like fucks around, you know? Right. Um, when you're like, no, I'm perfectly like a respectable guy. I have a job. I, I'm like, I'm very open about what my relationship is. I'm not being secretive. I'm not like a cheater who's in a monogamous relationship, in my opinion, is is, way worse. Is is way worse. Yeah. Yeah. And that doesn't mean that like non-monogamous people can't cheat too. You know, like if, you know, if I was having like a secret love affair on the side, that would be cheating, uh, Mm -hmm. in our relationship, uh, because I'm breaking our rules. But yeah, I don't know. You don't have to be a dirtbag to also enjoy, you know, Craigslist gangbangs, right? I don't think. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Is this? She the... seemed like super unamused at the Craigslist gangbangs. Uh, <laughs> well, I think Laura's afraid to sell stuff on Craigslist, let alone have a gangbang. That's true. Oh, Craigslist, great place. Actually, Reddit, better place for a gangbang than Craigslist. Why? I didn't those know those nerds Reddit. are way yeah way sweeter they're way nicer they're way not more the men you know no no, no. i think <laughs> good I think, thing you're looking for girls because no, 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 wish... no i'm talking i'm talking about the men of Reddit. i've had to like recruit for these things sometimes and i'll use reddit over craigslist because the men of reddit i feel like they uh they they're easier to they'll follow rules better because really? all of reddit is rules all of it they have like dumb little tiny posting rules and and know, they'll, they'll be like if there's it. rules if you lay out rules jungle. to an orgy they'll be like yeah i'll follow those that's huh. a jungle. I say I'm not getting paid by this app, but huh. I've been using this app called OfferUp. <laughs> they should pay me because I just give them a good huh. plug. But OfferUp is like Craigslist for selling stuff, but it's an app and it's really easy. And you just like take pictures. I'm like, oh, I want to sell this chair. And I take a picture and I post it. And then I put how much I want. And then someone will will just message me on the app. But it's kind of like Craigslist. It kind of like for an orgy. It's, it's on Craigslist it, without the stigma. Yeah, a little yeah. bit. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just it's only to sell your shit. Mm. it's not like you don't like to mix uh your happy ending massages with your your couch <laughs> selling i get it that's exactly. respectable yeah although there is something very efficient about it being a one-stop shop i guess yeah that's true for some of us what would you say is are the, is the biggest misconception about the type of relationship that you're in 
Ah, that's uh, that's a really good question. I don't know. I don't know how other people perceive my relationship because I'm so upfront about it. Because like I don't know, my parents too. I I mean, I'm not really on speaking terms with my family at the moment. Uh, we'll figure that out. I did I did introduce her to my mother recently, so we just started with that. Uh, we didn't get into like the details of like the meat cute or right. the origin or anything. Uh, but her, you know, she told her mother. So I recently, take it your mom doesn't listen to your podcast. I, I don't know if my family listens to my podcast. I don't think they want to. I think they're uncomfortable. Right. They know the premise, but as soon as they heard about the like, uh, I got a call from my dad once. My dad and I have the same name, right? So no. I did <laughs> early on in the podcast. I went and did a porno with this woman, Sarah J. Uh, she's like a big porn star, and then like the next day, we, she did my podcast, right? And uh, I guess the week that that episode, when you say you went and did a porn it was like can a, anybody just do a porn she was doing this thing called team bj uh brilliant marketing thing she said hey her and this woman's siri this other porn star they were like if uh one of these if this team wins the world cup we'll blow all of our twitter followers <laughs> so uh i <laughs> wanted to just talk to have her on the podcast i was like that's brilliant that's really smart marketing cool and then germany won so i was oh, like wow. well i guess i'm gonna go do it like we arranged that i was like yeah i'll go do team bj we did a a trade it's like i'll do your porno you do my podcast i think that's a (laughs) good trade and and they filmed all these uh bjs yeah it was like one it was a group scene like it was like in a place and we all took our turn essentially any twitter follower that wanted to get blown by this porn star could but in vegas yeah you had to like follow you had to fly to to vegas fly to vegas and they had to agree to being filmed and do the testing and yeah yeah Wow. Yeah. It's an expensive blowjob. Yeah. And and the week that that came out, uh, I guess people were like searching for my father for business reasons, found the podcast. That was the most recent episode. And so, they d- did they find the porn? I don't know if they found the porn, but like we we're talking about how we just did a porn. So I guess I get a call from my father. Uh, I'm like waiting for the bus outside of, of work and <laughs> I get a call. It's like, Billy, did you do a porno? Oh, my God. <laughs> what What made you decide to do the porno? Were you worried at all that it would effect well i guess you're a comedian I mean, I'm a so com- i've i've who given cares it, but i mean I've, assuming like i mean knock on wood yeah. i hope your comedy career like i hope you're the next whatever but like if you're not you ever want to follow fall back on like working in a cubicle i'm basically banking i've, I've tied my name on google to man whore so i'm really not right. banking on going back to a cubicle uh, mm-hmm. So I got to make it. It's a boomer right. bust here. You're not going to yeah. be a kindergarten teacher. Bust. No uh, pun intended. Right. <laughs> Um. All right. But I think ever since then they don't listen to the podcast. Well, I like don't, we don't yeah. want to hear about our. Yeah, son's what did cock. you say to your dad? I just said, yeah. Do you have Do you have a problem with it? And he's like, no, just just wondering. Wow. <laughs> so it's, he wasn't nervous that people would think it was him when they googled, since you have the same name. Uh, I'm hoping that he only does business with people smart enough to be able to tell the difference. Tell the difference. I, I told him I was like, well, look, they, if, physically, I'm right. If they would have, to if anyone ever play. finds man whore when they Google my dad's name and they don't look into it, he shouldn't do business with them because they don't do research. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Your dad's not a man whore. Well, this is all fascinating. <laughs> really. Uh, thank you for sharing. Oh, thank you. Uh, it is time no for us to move into what's in the news. Don't think the podcast is over, Billy. Oh, I, I didn't. I'm still so here. All right. Give Angela, me some news. Angela, what have you been reading about? Okay, so you guys know how there's been like this clown craze of, of clown stalking people. This was like news to Laura. Laura didn't know. My friend Katie just told me about this. Uh, I, I and then I googled it. Yeah, there's a whole new. Yeah, there's Times. people dressing up like clowns and just kind of 
terrifying standing, people. stalking. Or, there was a guy in the subway recently with a butcher knife dressed as a clown, not to scare anyone. I mean, that would scare the shit out of me. Around the country, people are doing this. Yeah, I, they terrorized my little sister's uh, campus at Boulder. What oh happened? There's like a <clears throat> there's like a van. Uh, we, and it had it on the white van on the side. It says like, we're still here. And earlier that morning, there was like a guy, not in clown makeup, but some guy had a machete and got shot dead like in their um, their like sports clown? complex. That one wasn't a clown. But okay. later that day, like they were just like going around the, the campus and they had guns on them. They weren't pointing them, but they Did had guns. Did they get guns. caught? No, because I think it was like legal, whatever they were doing. But like it was creepy as fuck. That's I don't thing. get this. I don't get this at all. And from what I hear, like, it's been really hard for the there's been a lot of reports of clowns yet police have been having trouble finding people actually dressed as clowns like the authorities can't find these people clown ninjas yeah very evasive very i actually i have a friend that's from mexico and he's like can you explain to me is this a thing here with the clowns and i was like no this is not an american thing it's not a pastime of ours no this is very new um, so what have you been reading? But about anyway, that? so apparently as a result of all this clown mania, Pornhub has found an increase in searches for clown porn, according to BuzzFeed um, and the Pornhub blog. So by how much? Uh, by 213%, there has been an increase, which correlates with an increase in Google trend searches for killer clowns. So um, people have been searching for things like clown girl, clown gangbang, clown orgy, and women are 33% more likely to search for clown porn than men. Hell. That one's interesting. No. <laughs> like, I, I'm already terrified enough of clowns. Like, I can't look at clowns. I can't even read about the crazy clown killers that are terrorizing our country. I can't read. Look, that, there is nothing that would make me, like, less horny than <laughs> clowns fucking. I have to think a majority of this is, like, people sending it as jokes to terrify their friends maybe I don't, that's something you would do angela <laughs> i would in fact it's not a bad idea i might maybe i'll send you a hey hey your kink is not my kink but that one's creepy and scary billy are yeah. you into clown porn God, tell us no. the truth there is one woman on twitter though she's like a webcam girl and she's like clown based oh. she's like in florida her name's like that miss quinn shout out and uh <laughs> she's really hot for a clown like if i had to go clown porn it would probably have to be her i do remember i watched something once about uh people that are very into balloons which i guess yeah. related clowns have balloons sometimes and I, there's like i think on vice there was a video of like a woman who makes videos of just her like sitting on balloons until they pop and dudes will just like splurge over yeah that. they love it so weird um so, something for everyone i mean i remember going to the circus when i was young and there was this really pretty clown that was like in pastels <laughs> and glitter and like for a while i was like oh my god what if one day i was a clown like i like and i remember i used to fantasize over like the tutu i would wear when i was a clown hmm. but now i'm like freaked out by it i don't even want to talk about it that much anymore because i'm worried it's gonna get into my subconscious and i'll start having nightmares of clowns yeah I was never afraid of clowns before, but now, I mean, this this has done it. Yeah. This has tipped me over the edge. Guys, we want to know if you're listening to clown porn, please email us. Yeah, please. Not We don't want to offend anybody that's into clown porn or I do. a clown. If anybody out there is a clown. <laughs> no, I want to offend you. That's weird and creepy, and it's not a good time to be a clown. I like how you're like 200%. It's like it went from two searches to like 2,000 searches. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Like, that's a crazy percentage. Um, uh well, guys, want to know what I've been reading about? Yeah, what are you reading about, Laura? I am reading Cosmo. Sexy. Cosmo is so sexy. Uh, this is an article by Michelle McGahan. 11 things you should never say to single people at a wedding. 
Huh. Uh, this These are pro tips for coupled folks trying to make small talk with single people. These are the 11 phrases you should avoid. I wanted to let you guys first guess any phrases that you think might be on the list. So don't cheat, Angela. Okay, not like- this is perfect. I'm going to my first wedding on Saturday. Amazing. Your first wedding yeah. ever? Is one, yeah. What? I mean, like as an adult. I think I went to one when I was like this tall and looked adorable. Oh. Now I'm going to look weird. In a suit. Oh, so you're just like about to hit the the big... <laughs> There's like a big, I don't know. Once you have your first wedding, all of a sudden it's like, yeah, yeah. My when it when it rains, it pours. Yeah, it or like crack. I, I always fuck up phrases. I was gonna say like, <laughs> it's, you're, you're cracking the egg was what the I was early gonna, bird. You are, gets the... You're cracking the egg. Well, what, what's the and phrase? And now there's gonna be an omelet of wedding. Breaking no. the ice. No, cracking the egg. What's the phrase I'm looking for? Oh, for breaking when? the seal. Oh yeah, breaking know, the seal. It. Maybe that could be it. Which is like a P analogy. I always come up with my own phrases that are close. <laughs> you can still break a seal at the wedding. It's a little right. weird. You're but. breaking the seal. Uh, the wedding is urine, and there's going to be a lot of that. The, that urine wasn't weddings. <laughs> anyway. That wasn't what I was looking for. But my point is, I always make up phrases that are not phrases, but they're close to ones. Anyway, Billy, any guesses of what you should not be saying to single people? Uh, so I should not be trying to like recruit for a threesome. I'm assuming it's probably somewhere on that list. <laughs> that's, that's probably not a common one. Yeah, that's actually not even on the list, but I would, I'm going to put it on the list. Yeah. <laughs> be a good idea. Uh-huh. Um, I was just at a wedding this past weekend uh, and there was a single person at our table. And I feel like when the first dance came on, like, you know, the, the couple starts the first dance and then everybody kind of pairs off and joins them on the dance floor. Yeah. Everybody was like, oh, who are you going to dance with? That's close to some of like. these on here. What about, uh, hey, can you hold our phones and our baby and go cry in the corner? Is that uh, on there? Well, we that's dance. just mean, but, but uh, <laughs> no, that's not on there. Uh, okay, do you want me to tell you some? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, this should be obvious. Always a bridesmaid, never the bride. Ugh, would somebody actually say that? A dick would. That's horrible. Okay, this is another one that I think I could, I would maybe, I don't think I've said this, but I could see myself saying it, so I'm glad it's on this list. Better make sure you catch the bouquet. That's something you would say, right? They're getting excited, Maybe. you know. But it's a little, it's a little single shamey, right? It's saying yeah. like single shamey. It's like it you is. should catch the bouquet because, like, God forbid you be single. Couples and I hate privilege. That. I always, I never really like going and catching the bouquet because it's like I feel like I'm being like herded. What does the bouquet mean? I don't. It means you're gonna be the next one to get engaged or married. Oh, that's dumb. It's yeah. it's a superstitious, but but it's fun. Like I mean, you can't take this fun. shit too seriously. The older seriously. I get, the the more cool I am about it. But I've always kind of yeah, I felt like it's like oh, let's herd all the single gals together and let them punch each other in the face. So as sad, I understand that. As sad as this is, like I think I I wouldn't mind doing it, uh, like a few years ago. But like the older I get, if I was still single. And like it's, and I'm very much against like it doesn't matter what age you are, like you shouldn't, you don't have to be coupled down by any certain age. But I can imagine, and I'm being just honest, if I'm like a little bit older, and all of a sudden I look around me, and there's like maybe like two other people that are like that are my age, and then like a bunch of like the 18 year old cousins, just bitter, right? Shaking I could, with I could rage. see myself wanting to like, sh- yeah, like <laughs> wanting to die or just be like, oh, fucking, this is fucking dumb. Like I, I, you might, you might sit that one out. I, I think I would sit that one out to be honest. And you shouldn't be embarrassed that you're single. I just think I'm like, you know what, this is a. This is a game. I'll leave it to you, little you little biddies. But if you're if you're like fed up with being single and you've caught the bouquet like twelve times, I feel like that's just that's enough bouquets. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. Here's work. here's a couple more. Where's your date? Uh. A little single shamey too, and it's assuming that someone should have a date, or that it's assuming it it's assuming that like oh like, do people actually say these things? Like these are like some, yeah, some of the most I'm moronic sure. things to say. Yeah. 
Yeah. I don't want to hang out with anyone who says these sentences out loud. <laughs> I've really only gone to a lot of what because when it rains, it pours. I've really only gone to a lot of weddings in the last year um, when I wasn't single. So yeah, I didn't experience this kind of abuse. I mean, but. I went to a wedding once when I was with Nick at the time, but we both had weddings the same weekend. So I went to one in London and he had to go to one in some other some state. Uh, and when I was there, everybody's like, oh, where's where's your date? Where's Nick? Where's Nick? But I like I guess they they knew about Nick. Mm. So that was a little different. But yeah, it, but but if they didn't know about Nick, either way, I feel like it's like, where's Nick? Where's Nick? What if we had broken up? They don't know. <laughs> or they're like, you know? hey, you're no fun without your other person. Right. Where's- exactly. <laughs> exactly. Where I'm like, who cares about that Nick's not here? Like, I'm here. For all you know, we broke up. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Laura, that's nice. That's nice. You're here. But where's Nick? Where's, right. where's the party? He does great magic tricks. Where is that guy? <laughs> exactly. All right. I'm going to read you two more that I like. Okay. Beyonce, single ladies comes on and someone oh says God. to you that's your jam no, I, that happens yeah i feel like that that one that would happens, happens right and it's that like this happened to me at bars i feel like the only people who say that they're the same people who love puns oh yeah probably who should not be invited to anything with people <laughs> but like michelle says you're like i decide what my jam is bitch oh i like that right <laughs> all right and the last one that i'm gonna read you from this list is uh someone saying to you sorry we ran out of pigs in a blanket <laughs> and that has nothing to do with dating it's yeah. just like the worst thing to, it's mean, just like, say to you that's like don't say that to, and she points anyone. out don't say that to anyone that's at a nice. wedding because don't run out of pigs in a blanket you're also gonna the- <laughs> you're gonna drive everyone away from the wedding i'm when the yeah. pigs in the blanket are gone i'm gone, gone. like why well, else am i here that and the the booze like sometimes if you if you go to a wedding where people had to like stock their own bar yeah. they run out of the booze first then it's time to go. Okay, guys, we are going to jump into the mailbox. But first, let's take a quick commercial break. We would like to thank our sponsor, Blue Apron. Not all ingredients are created equal. Fresh, high-quality ingredients make a real difference. So it's important to know where your food comes from. That's right. And, you know, Blue Apron is also super quick to prepare. I love to cook Blue Apron while I'm listening to podcasts because... All of their meals can be prepared in 40 minutes or less. And usually the podcasts that I listen to, like ours, I mean, I, I sometimes <laughs> listen to ours. I listen to other podcasts besides ours. I only listen to ours. <laughs> well, ours is usually I about 40 minutes. Love the sound of my own voice. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's perfect because I don't want to be, I don't know about you, but I'm not like a chef chef. I don't want to be cooking for like four hours. No, 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 no. I would probably cut myself if... if- accidentally you know if it went on for any longer <laughs> um but 40 minutes is like the perfect it's the sweet spot it of is. time for cooking uh the other thing we love about blue apron super affordable for us ballers on a budget for less than ten dollars a meal blue apron delivers seasonal recipes along with pre-portioned ingredients to make delicious home-cooked meals blue apron knows that when you cook with incredible ingredients you make incredible meals so they set the highest quality standards for their community of artisanal suppliers family-run farms fisheries and ranchers whether it's japanese ramen noodles wild cut yes wild caught alaskan salmon or heirloom tomatoes blue apron is bringing you the best i'm getting really hungry Angela. You know, you know, when Blue Apron sends you your food, they also send you little pamphlets on where your vegetables and stuff come from. And uh, they, they also get from like Amish farms, which I love. Oh, yeah. Very, very I know. I love the Amish. You love reading about your food. Mm-hmm. Check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free with free shipping. That's 
completely free. You don't have to pay anything by going to blueapron.com slash single. You will love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home cooked meals with Blue Apron. So don't wait. That's blueapron.com slash single. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. We would also like to thank our sponsor, Lisa. Before I tell you about why you need to get a Lisa mattress, they are giving you guys an amazing offer, $75 off the mattress if you use our code SINGLE, plus they're giving you a $50 Amazon gift card if you order your mattress today, November 30th, the day our podcast comes out. If you're listening to this after November 30th, I'm sorry, but you still get your $75 off the mattress, which is pretty cool and we are very excited to get our mattresses, right, Angela? Oh, yeah. This holiday sale cannot have come at a better time because my mattress is very old and lumpy because it was inherited from a stranger. Which is disgusting. Pretty gross. <laughs> um, and I'm really excited to get my mattress because they have that three-layer technology we always tell you guys about. We could go on and on, but the best way to experience it is just to try it. So order your mattress because Lisa gives you a 100-night risk-free trial. Pretty cool. Yeah, pretty cool. And you're doing something good. It should make you feel good when you order a Lisa mattress because for every 10 mattresses that Lisa sells, they donate one to a shelter in need. That's my favorite part. Mm -hmm. And and my, my second favorite part is that it's super comfy. Start getting the best night's sleep now. Remember, Lisa gives you a 100-night risk-free trial. Love your mattress or they'll pick it up for free and refund your money. You got nothing to lose. Order now to get that $75 off plus a $50 Amazon gift card when you use the promo code SINGLE. The $50 Amazon gift card is only for today, November 30th, but you always get that $75 off if you use your promo code SINGLE at Lisa, that's L-E-E-S-A dot com. Angela, what do we have in the mailbox for Billy to help us answer? So we only have one question this week, but it's a really good one, and it's kind of long, so I'm going to read it now. It's I love from, long ones. It's from Nicole in D.C. Was that a penis joke? No, no. no. I oh, love right. long emails. Okay. They're fun. Um, Nicole in D.C. who says she is stuck in the hamster wheel of her heart. She says, I'm recently single, but I'm not 100% sure I did the right thing. I was with my boyfriend for three plus years and we lived together. So I considered it pretty serious. I would agree. It's serious. Um, Early on in our relationship, seven or eight months in, I cheated having sex with my ex who I used to own a house with. So that was also pretty serious. And my boyfriend suspected as much for years. I chose not to tell him. Uh, after I cheated, I worked hard to put that behind me and focus on my boyfriend. But because of his suspicions, he held me at an arm's length during our relationship without saying why. Nine months ago, I found out through sleuthing that he had been cheating on me, not sex, he says, with a few different girls for at least two years. He was talking to girls on the phone, met at least one on vacation, and was generally lying to me about where he was going and who he was with. So clearly, we were both wrong. Yeah. Yeah, just a little bit. There's there's a lot going on in this relationship. I can't help thinking that if I hadn't screwed up, our whole relationship would have been different. (laughs) If he justified... Uh, is he justified because he wanted to make us even, quote unquote? I broke up with him because I felt like I didn't know him anymore. And I felt like the cheating, even without the sex, was over the top. Do you think I was too harsh and we should have just stayed together and started with a clean slate? Ooh, this is heavy. Oh, you They both suck. Yeah, uh, Bill, yeah. Billy. Cheating well, is never good. Yeah, Billy, tell us uh, what do you think is going on here? Well, I, I don't know. Two different things. One, I don't like her because she was dishonest for a very long period of time. Uh, I can't tell from the email if he starts getting suspicious 
after she cheats, like I he think, can tell it happened, yes. or if he is generally always. Because also, if he was only getting suspicious when he started cheating, that's a very typical like, uh, like right. you know, pro- projecting it onto her. But um, I don't think there that makes him even. That's not an excuse. If he thinks she's cheating, he should have just been like, "Yo, I think I don't know. They both should, shouldn't be together. Fuck both of them. They should go be single for a while." Ultimately, yeah, I think they probably shouldn't be together. And if they do ever get back together, they need a long period of time apart. And they both need to work on uh, their relationship with the truth. Yeah, yeah. if they do decide to stay together i think number one you guys need to go to couples therapy you just do but i i just really think this relationship at this point has gotten kind of too toxic for repair to be completely honest um and i think you cheated unfortunately whatever you were doing caused maybe it caused him suspicions but he's also not that great of a person to think that cheating on you would make things even he should have just said hey i don't trust you and maybe i don't have proof but i don't trust you and i don't think this relationship's working out so and it's not even because he also went out like what three or four women or something like that right. so i mean you know if, if anything she then uh, had earned three more dicks to go try and honestly but, be billy even. it's kind of like what you said how you promised your current girlfriend you wouldn't get into an emotional relationship with anybody i don't think him not having sex with these four or five girls whether he's telling the truth or not is neither doesn't here. matter it doesn't yeah. matter That's still a uh, breaking the trust he went on vacation he wasn't where he said he would be you breaking up with him was not too harsh you should not have stayed together this relationship's too toxic start over on a clean slate with somebody else and uh, and be honest in and that be honest. one yeah yeah. And if you can't handle yourself to not be on it, uh, to not cheat, then, you know, maybe not enter a monogamous relationship. Yeah, I agree. Uh, if you guys want your listener questions answered, you can email us at contact at this is why your single show.com. You can also find all of our contact info on our website. This is why your single show.com. Now let's dive in to our reason of the week. This week's reason is sexual compatibility or bust. And we picked this one kind of inspired by you, Billy, about how you you really have to want the same things out of your sex life with your partner. Or I just think it's it's probably not going to work out. Would you would you agree? Yeah. There's uh there's this killer uh, sex educator out there, Reed Mahalko. He has this he says uh, you need to date your own species. <laughs> So if you're super slutty and cannot be monogamous, like you can't date another monogamous person. If if you're super monogamous, you can't date someone who says they they need to be able to go explore. If, if you guys, if you're super super kinky, uh, you can't date someone who's not super kinky monogamously. You you at least need to be able to go out and get that somewhere. I mean, yeah, you got you got date your species. I like that. that. I like that dating your species mm-hmm. a lot. Same. Yeah, yeah, and I think sometimes people. Like, well, I could deal with the other stuff. The sex isn't great, but like, I'll deal with oh, the other that stuff. That makes me so sad. I know. And they say the sex is not great. I'm like, the sex is supposed to be great. It's a relationship. Yeah, like, it's, it's important. I, ju- I just think it's, yeah, it cannot, it's, it cannot be, it cannot be one of the low qualities in your relationship. Right. You, no matter how much you try to convince yourself that every aspect of your relationship is good, if, even though your sex life might not be great, you're just not going to be happy. You're not going to feel as close with the person. You're not going to feel like you're connecting with them. I think that having a good sex life, wanting the same things and being sexually compatible yeah. is just so important. Although just cause you guys don't hit it off right away. doesn't mean you're not sexually compatible. You know, definitely right. you can see if you can work that out. If again, you're both communicating then you can possibly figure out how to get each other off but you know at the end of, i think it's very fitting that like i ended up i never thought i'd meet a girlfriend at a sex party right 
But it's so appropriate that I did. Mm-hmm. Because, like, mm-hmm. I already know off the bat that, like, this is a person who is in my world and th- we're like-minded people. Even if you're not – don't have the same exact attitudes on certain things, at least being in the same realm right. really helps. Yeah. I like that. That's great advice. Which brings us to our reason of the week breakdown. <laughs> I need to get sound effects for my show. <laughs> They're a lot of fun. Yeah, we love the trumpets. Uh, everyone is into something different, different strokes for different folks. But some people have some very specific fetishes you might or might not have heard of. This week, we are going to name a fetish and Billy will have to guess what it could mean in a game we call Name, name that, that fetish. fetish. I'm terrified I'll know too many of these. Oh. I don't know. We, we, <laughs> we'll we, be very impressed. We these... tried to make it pretty hard. Yeah, okay. these are pretty obscure, I think. All right, Angela, take it away. Okay, first, autoplushophilia. Ooh, okay, I know it's self. Oh, why do I know the plushies? Um, the plushies have, like, outfits. Oh, you're pretty good. You're getting close. I just, I forget which. Uh, they're not the furries. But you're, you're close. You know yeah. your shit. Holy I know. Crap. I know it's they have on the like furry spectrum. I think. Oh fuck! Um, it's on the furry spectrum. There's too many spectrums, in my opinion. Really. Actually, you know what? Maybe this is. Co- well, no. Okay, no. There is a difference between this and furries. Yeah. Um, but you were close when you were saying dressing up. Yeah. No. I know. I know. It's definitely a dress up thing. I'm just forgetting which the character they need to play that weekend. <laughs> Okay, we'll give you we'll give you another hint. Um, uh, I feel like maybe at Comic Con. Like I read about these guys recently. Comic Con, no, you could. Yeah. It's not like that could be like. Star Are they dressing up as? They're not bears. They're not dressing up as like plushy bears. Maybe no. like uh, if you're like the the gummy bears from that cartoon when you were little. Are these AKA like- dressing up like a cartoon but a cartoon animal right 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 should we give that to him or not he was close no no i I mean like half a point i'll take half a point should i do a win or a lose that's a good one all right stop it you were were pretty close if i'm half off next time you take it off then all right fuck i'm worried i'm not gonna say this right all right next up climacophilia (laughs) what the fuck can I have a a language of origin Um, no (laughs) Uh, and I hope I'm pronouncing that right Uh, can you spell it really good at this game if you know Latin okay Uh, C-L-I-M-A-C-O-F-H-I-L-I-A climatophilia okay I'll I'll give you a hint sometimes it's really fun when you watch viral videos of a little puppy learning how to go up or down these for the first time I guess stairs People are turned down by fucking stairs. Are you kidding me? Are you fucking falling specifically by falling down the stairs? Oh god damn it, people! What are you doing? Yes. Again, your kink is not my kink, and that's okay. But what the fuck? Schadenfreude. Um, Next up, go. All right, next, Melissaphilia. Oh, that's just the girl I had a crush on in high school. (laughs) (laughs) That was my prom date. Maybe for some people, but. Technically, it means arousal to bees and wasps. That's a good one. Seems dangerous. <laughs> Very dangerous. But whatever. Okay. This one, just the word itself should give you a little bit of a hint. Uh, nasolingus. Oh, that's all the, the, the nose shit. That uh, weirds me out. You really do know your stuff. I had a woman on the podcast named Kelsey Obsession. She does like all niche fetish porn, like giant tests, 
peace stuff. She did one where it's just like uh, it, it was hilarious. I watched a clip and it was a, like the fetish was hiccuping. So it's just her like coming up to a guy being like trying to talk sexy, but she keeps hiccuping in it. And he was like coming in his pants. Yeah. And so like she's giving him a blowjob, but also hiccups during it. There's also there's stuff <laughs> for everybody. So specific. Very specific. All right. Mm. Angela, what do we got next? Also, I just want to point out that nasolingus, they describe it as sucking on a person's nose. That's so disgusting. Uh. I mean, yeah, like, like Diff- different jokes for different folks, but I do not want anybody's tongue up my nose. I love that we're all trying not so to gross. shame anybody, but we still are using the heavy Angela's butt. Angela's too nice, but I'm like, no, that's fucking gross. I don't want your snot in my mouth. What's Get your away fetish? What are you into? Um, What am I into? I mean, like, I'm down for, like, a little role-playing. Like, I like props. Like, I'm very goofy, so I don't know. I like to incorporate, like, I used to do, like, a whipped cream, like, or, like, a chocolate There's situation. not, like, a thing that you whipped don't do that you want to do that you have not shared? Um, I think I just haven't found it yet then. Okay. But like playing like little games. So did, did was it, were you scared looking up these niche things? Cause you're like, what if you accidentally found the thing no, I mean, that I was for you? Like, oh my God, I'm really into chase lounges. <laughs> nothing. Yeah. Let me just say like nothing on this list. Because I mean, like, maybe I, if, if Nick was dressed up as like a sexy cartoon stuffed animal, I could see being into that. <laughs> really? But like. But Angela's so worried about shaming someone. I'm sorry. Like, if you're into, like, sucking on someone's nose and getting, like, fucking nasty green snot in your mouth, like, you're weird. I mean, I draw the line at centaurs. Centaurs. There are people who like yeah, to pretend to be centaurs. That's and fuck borderline each other. bestiality. Pony play. Well, but they're I'm not co- really animals. I'm cool with pony play. It's oddly when they go into the mythological creature, I'm Is like, okay, pony now. pony play just like when you have like a, a riding crop yeah, not, and like a bit in your mouth? Yeah, like not not fucking an actual horse, but like the clip clop and like they dress up or they act in the neigh and they, they or like a like a ponytail butt plug, oh, shit I've like that. S- I've seen those. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love, Angela, that you're like worried about offending the like maybe one person that listens to our podcast that's super into like because i sucking on snot you think it's like probably like some serial killer in their basement but i think it could just really be, nice guy yes yeah, or girl that that is afraid to like if, explore this thing deep down inside them and i don't want to deter them if ian if wanted if ian somebody, wants to suck on your <laughs> nose and have you have a very stuffed nose right now because you've, <laughs> yes. you've been sick all week if ian wanted to to suck that out you would do that if he was like serious because i mean he's just kind of an idiot and i could imagine him jokingly doing that and then i'd be like no get off me i've jokingly done that but (laughs) right and then i would like kick him but if he was like i have to tell you something it's been a tear comes down yeah it's it's really been like eating away at me for years and it's just this thing i want to try and if it was like a real serious conversation and it was something like as I maybe not uninvasive. I, I would consider the nose thing. There are things right, that I wouldn't consider, fair. but I'd be like, okay. What else did y'all dig up? Suck on my nose. All right, we got one more for you. Angela, Angela, uh, pick which one uh, we're finishing up with. Um, Let's go with pubophilia. Oh, that's all like pubic hair stuff, right? Yeah. Arousal. Yeah, the last hair. two are pretty easy, but um, uh, good job. You got all but Melissophilia, which was a little bit... <laughs> that one, that was a good a one. Hard. That's that a hard That was one. really good. Thanks. We duped you. We hope we have cleared up this week's reason of the week. That is it for this episode of This Is Why You're Singles podcast. For more reasons you're single, you can check out our book. It's available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and our audiobook is available on Audible. Thank you so much to our guest, Billy Proceda. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> you can find the Man Whore Podcast on iTunes and follow Billy on Twitter at the Billy Procida. That's Procida, P R O C I D A. Any other plugs we should tell people about? Uh, you can just go to manwhorepod.com for all your Man Whore Podcast needs. 
Yeah. Awesome. Um, and if you're interested in having a relationship like Billy's, can they like email you for Absolutely. Tips? Yeah. Manhorpod at, email, uh, at Gmail. Email. Uh, Manhorpod <laughs> at gmail.com. Uh, it's on the website. You, know, you just go to manhorpod.com and you can find out how to reach out to me. Awesome. Maybe maybe you can go hang out and do a sex party with him, right? Yeah, I had yeah. A, I had two listeners. They were like, "Hey, we're going to be in New York this particular weekend. Uh, is there like a party we could go to?" They didn't want to fuck other people, but they were like, "We want to like play in front of others." And yeah. it happened to be the party I go to uh, had their party that weekend, so I was like, "Yeah, come on!" So I got to meet a couple listeners uh, while furiously party. fucking my girlfriend. Were it was they, great. There was a couple that wanted to. So were they more into like voyeuristic stuff? No, it's well, just they the, fucked this each is other. The, right? This was the first time they're monogamous, but this is the first time they'd really done anything. They wanted to try, you know, before they play with others. Like, well, let's see how we feel playing in front of others, and then like take it from there. And they had a really fun time. That's a good little baby step. Yeah. Um, do you have to fuck by the way if you go? Yeah. If they see you standing around looking, they're like, "Hey, I, I, mean, I for think me, that would, for me, they that might. would not be cool." That would they, not be they, cool. They don't want people being creepers and you don't want to be like jerky McJerkoff guy, but like... Um, literally. Like but, literally jerking you know, off. You don't want to I'm be- sure there's people that come and they... They don't participate and they just stand in a corner and like watch people and jerk it dep- off. It right? depends on the party. My party is kind of more like a house party. So like it's definitely more of like a community vibe. So you have less of that element. But if you go to like a, a sex club at like Bowery Bliss or some random swinger club you find online. Yeah, you have run the risk of that. But uh, generally speaking, you try not to do that. But you don't have to. The party I go to, like I could go there, hang out, not do anything with anyone and still have a great time. Because it's like a house party mm. where people are fucking next to you. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Uh, well, look, we le- yeah. We're learning your local sex party yeah. if you're interested. Uh, in the meantime, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at your single show. You can like and subscribe on iTunes. And otherwise, we will see you next week for a whole new show. Bye. Bye. This is why you're single. 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 That was a headgum podcast.